We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Author Bram Stoker wrote the famous novel Dracula in 1897. It tells the tale of Count Dracula, a vampire who hunts down and kills people in the dead of night. While the villain in the novel was a creature of Stoker's own creation, many believe that it was partly inspired by the terrifying ruler of Wallachia, uh, now part of present-day Romania, Vlad the Impaler. During his brutal rule, Vlad III killed up to 60,000 people and impaled over 20,000 more, earning him the terrifying moniker of which we all very much know. According to legend, he would even eat with his impaled opponents and dip his bread in their blood. And while stories and the legend of the real Dracula have certainly been embellished over the centuries, the true history of Vlad is far more terrifying than a work of fiction could ever be. Hello, ghoul friends and spook daddies. Welcome to this week's episode of Horror House. It's Dom. And Amy. And as always, we are so very glad that you're here with us today. Um, you're amazing. You're awesome. You're beautiful. Um, don't forget that. And your support, as always, means the world to us. Amy, how are you doing today, my lovely? I am tip-top, although... I do need to make like a disclaimer and it's probably the weird well actually it's me so it's not gonna be that weird but it's a pretty weird disclaimer I made the mistake of putting on before recording a pair of leather trousers now nothing wrong with leather trousers you know generally day to day however I fidget a lot and they're gonna make some weird fart noises and I want the (laughs) listeners to know that it's not me it's just my trousers Uh uh-huh uh-huh it's just the trousers no i swear to god but like, i'm gonna have to show you that i'm wearing leather trousers hang on look see i'm not lying that's the chair it's uh, it's all gone wrong but it's 100 percent the trousers and not my ass i just want to make that completely clear prior. all i can i'm now gonna have to sit really still so it doesn't happen <laughs> all but, I you can know like that episode of friends yeah. Uh, yeah, I was literally about to say. It. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're gonna have I'm to gonna put have talcum to... powder all over your legs. <laughs> yeah. To get your trousers off. To be oh, fair, they were easy dear. to get on, so I'm hoping they'll be easy to get off. The problem is, like, I'm, I mean, I've got, I've got some thigh. There's, there's a considerable thigh there, um, and they do this occasionally touch each other, so it's making like a weird <laughs> a weird f- fart noise and i just don't want people thinking that i'm farting the whole episode it's not me it's my trousers it is not how trousers. i thought i'd start this it episode but i just wanted to make that clear because <laughs> it happened just oh, as dear, you hit record funny. and i was like oh god they're gonna think i'm farted and we're like two seconds in <laughs> but it's not it's just um, the trousers so amy has decided to rock the leather trousers um for those who are going old school and listening, um, not watching, I am rocking our our hoodie. I'm just saying, just saying. Um, rocking it extremely it well. Like, yes, thank you, thank you. Um, I've lived in it for like the past week. 
I should probably wash it at this point. Um, but it's it's extremely cozy. <laughs> they are so cozy. They're so soft. They like this so sounds like I'm now going to be like, go buy our merch. But like genuinely, they're really <laughs> soft. Like for what you pay for them, it's good fucking quality. They're really comfy. Also, buy our merch. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Um, and I mean, you know, it's all well and good me having the hoodie and Amy having the hoodie and Amy having the t-shirt and us being like, get the merch, get the hoodie, get the t-shirt, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But if anyone, it, it like, this is this is big. If it's good enough, not only for, for me and Amy, but it's good enough, if it's good enough for Mama Brown, then I think yep. it's probably good enough for you as well. Like, if Mama Brown if anything, just it's too good herself for you. a hoodie. <laughs> so grab it before we decide to take it down because you're not worthy bless her good old mum she's got two hoodies now like she is in, she is in the hoodie horror house hoodie game bless her love you that <laughs> um, cool so Amy how much do you know about, about Vlad the third Vlad the Impaler Vlad Dracula, however we want to refer to him. Whatever moniker you decide. Apart um, from he liked to impale people. <laughs> so a king who likes to impale people, drink people's blood, um, use sharp objects. He's ticking like five out of six of my kink boxes. Um, no, never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know a little bit. I know what, a little bit about him, but not like what's Yeah. What's the box? I'm now curious what kink box he is not ticking. Is it the drinking blood? Is that where you draw a line? No, absolutely not. That's definitely not where I draw a line. <laughs> I I've, I've, this has taken a turn. I'm revealing some kinks that my mum and dad listen to this. Sorry. Sorry, mum and dad. You don't, um, you don't have to. Man. But but yeah, you know, <laughs> knife play and blood play are like standard. I think. I mean, not standard to normal people, but standard to kinky people, right? Okay. Oh God, I've, I. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I agree. Have I just confessed that Vlad the Impaler makes me horny? Yes, I have. Do I regret it? Not even a little bit. Well, he. There is a reason why, um, on the teaser post, we referred to him as Daddy Vladdy. Daddy Vladdy. I've been very excited Daddy to talk Vladdy. about Daddy Vlad. I'm not going to lie. I am. <laughs> Let's just say these leather trousers are wiped clean. Um, <laughs> well, hopefully. That's um, I'm so sorry. To your expectation. Um, try not to orgasm. At, like, wait until the episode has finished to do that. I'll do my best. At I'm, least try. I'm not promising anything. <laughs> Let's talk about him. Let's talk about daddy. Cool. So, <laughs> Vladislav. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm getting it all out now. Me. Don't hurt <laughs> me. No more. <laughs> oh, no. I was wondering how long it was going to be before you did that. I I, I was going to save it, but it's been in my noggin. So I was like, I need to get this out at some point. <laughs> Seven minutes in, you had to mention it. It's probably it. going to be quite quick. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so Vlad the Third, um, the second of four brothers, was likely born between 1428 and 1431 um, in Transylvania, 
a rugged lush region in modern day Romania. And Transylvania became part of the country in 1947. Um, his mother was Princess uh, Nijna of Moldovia. Um, growing up at the court of Sigismund in Luxembourg, the future Holy Roman Emperor and King of Hungary, Vlad II, his father, uh, was an illegitimate, illegitimate, there we go, um, son of a Wallachian nobleman. Um, Vlad III's father was accepted into the Order of the Dragon the year he was born. Um, Sigismund, who founded this Christian military society in 1408, based it on the Crusaders of medieval times, um, just like most chivalric orders. And Vlad II was given the surname Dracul, um, or Dragon, upon entering the order. That's a pretty badass surname. I like that. I would take Vlad that second Dracul. name. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Sorry. 100%. Um, yeah. I'm going to calm it down. I don't know what's gotten into me. Um, but yeah. We haven't even, we're not, we haven't, we haven't even spoken about Vlad second yet. We're still, uh, Vlad third. We're still on his dad. Yeah, I know. I'm just, yeah, yeah. Something about impaling, you know, just gets the girl going. Just gets, uh, it's not only daddy Vlad, Plus it's I'm, daddy Vlad. No, I'm halfway daddy for Vlad a bottle of well. wine, so there's that. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so, uh, Vlad II um, would be appointed uh, something called a, vo a voivode, which is a term for a local ruler or governor, um, especially the semi-independent rulers of Transylvania, uh, Wallachia or Moldova before 1700. Um, and he was given that title by Sigismund um, in 1436. Um, however, Vlad II uh, was not loyal uh, these hoes ain't loyal, as as the saying goes. Um, and it won't be long until he switched sides to Sultan Murad II of the Ottoman Empire. I know that so far this is becoming a bit of a history lesson. We will get to Vlad's violent tendencies, but the first part is going to be a bit of history. How did Vlad come to power? All of that jazz. Okay. So bear with Sometime, me. This is this is just the <laughs> foreplay before we get into the violence. This, this is, is the fine. foreplay. Yeah, I'm yeah. It's fine. I can handle it. <laughs> we can't we can't bust the load too early. You know, we need to work up to it. No, no one wants that. Say. When Vlad II was called to a diplomatic meeting in 1442 uh, with Sultan Murad, he brought his young sons Vlad III and Radu the Fair along with him. However, it turned out that the meeting was a trap and the three were taken into custody. Do you reckon that Radu the Fair was actually really unfair, and that's just a very ironic nickname that he was given? Yeah, like when they call someone really massive tiny as a nickname. Maybe it was like that, <laughs> and he just looked like a foot. Either that, or he did. He was genuinely like really fair, and yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing there's not that many pictures of him. Otherwise, you know, we might be able to know. But I'm going to guess that it was. I I don't know. Either way, if you're calling your own son, who gave him that title? That's my question. Like, was he one? Was it one that he just gave himself? And he looked in the mirror and was like, "I'm not, Ooh, honey. You radu the fair," and then that if... just stuck. You're a very you're a very fair man, Radu. 
Oh, God, he's talking to himself again. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. He's trying to give himself nicknames again. Just ignore him. He'll go away. Especially as Vlad is Vlad the Third uh, as well. Like, there's nothing fancy about his name. It's just like we couldn't think of another no. name that your dad wasn't called. So we'll just gave you that. And then you've got Radu the Fair. Like, I think we know who's the favorite in that family. Yeah. <laughs> I I give you the name Radu the Fair. <laughs> what about what about your other kid? Uh Vlad the Third? Shit, I can't think of any other names other than my own. <laughs> just, I've run out of just whatever. <laughs> Anything else? Um Vlad Jr. <laughs> so the Elder Vlad um was released under the condition. Um so Vlad the Second uh, was released under the condition that he leave his sons behind. Um and that's what happened? Um, oh, that so was nice the younger, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm off, boys. Soz, <laughs> bye. Go. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I've got a dentist appointment. I'm, I'm out. The house, the house needs cleaning, and and someone else, someone's got to do it. Your mum's not home, and well, sorry. <laughs> You'll be fine. It's only a bit of imprisonment. Calm down. <laughs> so. So the younger Vlad and his brother um, received scientific, uh, philosophical, philosophical. What the? Yeah. Philosophical. Uh, philosophical. I like it. That's better. Um, I think we should just call it philosophical. <laughs> scientifical <laughs> and philosophical. Scientifical and philosophical. Scientific and philosophical. Philosophical. I did it again. Philosophical. Yeah. That was really tripping me up, so I'm just going to move past it. Um, An artistic instruction from the Ottomans. Um, He also developed into a proficient horseman and fighter. Um, Some accounts, however, suggest that he may have spent some of that time in prison under torture um, when he would have seen his foes, the Ottomans, um, being impaled. And I'm sure impalement won't come back at all during this episode. I don't think he will ever mention it again. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, so the rest of Vlad's family uh, would unfortunately fare much worse. Um, local boyars, um, who are sort of the local nobility, um, would overthrow Vlad II as ruler of Wallachia in 1447, um, and he was later caught and executed. Um, Mercia II, or Mercia? I think it's Mercia, M-I-R-C-E-A. I'm going to say that's Mercia. Mercia. Um, We'll go with that. Um, The second, the elder brother of Vlad III was blinded and buried alive in the same year. Um, It's not, yeah, it's pretty The blinding seems a bit pointless if you're going to bury someone alive. (laughs) Bit overkill, isn't it? You're just wasting time. (laughs) You You don't need to worry about that. Just bury him. You know, we didn't want him to be buried alive in the pitch black, so we blinded him so he could be buried alive. So he didn't know black. what <laughs> what the lighting was like in his tomb. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, that just seems like a lot of extra uh, work. I'd like. It's, okay, I'd if I was the blinder. I don't know what you call that person. The person that blinds the people. I'd be being ticked off if. They then got buried alive immediately afterwards because you've just done that, and it's like oh yeah, 
Okay, so why why did I yeah, bother? It would be a bit annoying, wouldn't it? Was my blinding not enough? Was that not good enough for you? They need further punishment. <laughs> Fine. I mean, you know, fuck my drag, right? I'd I'd be a bit upset. Yeah. That's right. what I'm saying. Just throws his um throws it off throws his hood off and he's like, Right, fine. Do everything yourself. You, you know what you want to bear in fine. You blind him as well. I'm out. I'm going home. It's not what you said, <laughs> it's how you said it. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so the regent of Hungary, um Janos Hunyadi, I believe, um, who had orchestrated the murder of Vlad the Second would name another nobleman from Wallachia, uh, Vladislav II. So not to say, not Vlad II, this is a different person. Um, Can we just think of some different new... names? Come on, Romania. Just, any, it's less else. confusing. This is, it's very confusing. <laughs> they did not have podcast um, hosts in mind when they were naming these people. No, they don't. They don't. How, so how dare people in 1447 not consider that in 20... 20- 23 <laughs> there would be a yeah, podcast people might be talking, talking about, about vlad the impaler so upsetting <laughs> uh so yes vladislav ii would be appointed at uh, the new vovode um so it's unclear to historians if all these separate incidents fueled um vlad the third's slash vlad the impaler's desire for vengeance but one thing is certain in 1447, when he was freed from Ottoman captivity, Vlad III, now using the moniker Vlad Dracula, meaning son of dragon, would begin his fight for power. Um, I'm going to say that it probably played a part in in things. Like, Maybe. he probably wasn't best pleased that his family kind of got fucked um, big time um so maybe he was just really angry about the blinding them burial thing <laughs> it's so fucking pointless like, you could, i'm gonna get into you power just and stop this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> the blinding is wholly unnecessary you're still seething about I'd, it. I'd like to think that that me and vlad had a similar <laughs> mindset and i'm i'm angry enough about it that i want to impale someone and not in the fun way so i feel like he okay. would be too um so at the age of 16 vlad would travel back to Wallachia in 1448 to usurp the throne from vladislav ii the man who has succeeded his father um he would be successful but would only rule for a few months before the overthrow overthrown vladislav would come back and reclaim his um kingdom vlad dracula would go into exile um, little is known about his next eight years as he moved around the Osman Empire and Moldova. Um, it appears that at some point during his time, uh, during this time, he changed sides in the Ottoman-Hungarian War um, and won Hungary's military um, backing. In a decision that precipitated a conflict between the two contenders for the, uh, for the Wallachian throne, uh, Vladislav II also switched allegiances and joined the Turks. Um, and on uh, July the second, fourteen July the twenty second, sorry, fourteen fifty six, uh, Vlad Dracula would behead Vladislav in hand to hand combat on the outskirts of Targovist. 
that's pretty badass to behead someone in hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, but it doesn't count because <laughs> you didn't blind him first. It <laughs> Poor form, Vlad. Terrible. <laughs> Poor form. How are you supposed to know Terrible. he's actually dead if you haven't blinded him first? <laughs> like, he just was. sees his head on the floor and he's just like, Shit. you know what? He <laughs> might still be alive. I should probably have blinded him. <laughs> Fuck, he's still got eyes. I forgot again. <laughs> I'm terrible at this. <laughs> no wonder my first rule only lasted a few months. God. <laughs> um, no wonder my dad prefers my brother. <laughs> um, so it would be this beheading um, that Vlad Dracula's second uh, it would be with this beheading, sorry, that Vlad Dracula's second rather brutal, rather bloody reign would begin. But before we get to that, I think now is a good time to take a little break. Amy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to have to compose myself before we get into oh. his reign. So yes, there's a good time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be getting into into what Vlad the Impaler is very much known known for. Um, but until then, we'll be back in a few minutes. Go and get yourself something to drink and strap in or strap on, whichever one you want to do. We'll be back soon. Preferably both. Preferably both. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hell No, a true crime podcast with your host, Lauren Lucio. Come hang out with me every Friday to catch new weekly true crime episodes. If you're new to Hell No, then there are many episodes to catch up on, such as episode 70, which features three different mysterious hotel deaths from around the world. The first case covered in that episode is a tragic and bizarre whodunit. The coroner and detectives almost missed the clues that pointed to the killer. Had it not been for a private detective hired by the deceased man's wife, this case would have had a totally different outcome. I can guarantee you won't guess what police missed. Find this episode and many more at Hell No, a true crime podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. Or head on over to hellno underscore a true crime podcast on Instagram and follow the link in the bio. Thanks for listening and see you there. Hey, friends of Horror House, I'm Britt. And I'm Alexa. And we're the hosts of They Don't Stay Dead. We're a paranormal podcast from Australia, and we've made it our mission to share with you all the real-life ghost stories and haunted locations from our home, as well as some encounters with supernatural beings and reports of unknown mysteries. From haunted asylums and ghost ships to big cat cryptids and alien encounters, there's something for everyone. We release new episodes every Thursday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to check out our Instagram at they don't stay dead for weekly updates. We get a little bit spooky and a lot silly. So join us for some laughs and a tale of the unknown. Stay spooky, paranormies. Back to you, Dom and Amy. Welcome back uh, to part two of today's episode, which has been far more historical than normal. Um, sorry if you felt like you've been having a history lesson. Hopefully... It's been more interesting than the history lessons you would get at school. Um, but, fingers, you know, hopefully. 
anyway. It's more historical <laughs> than hysterical, am I right? More historical than hysterical. Um, but if you're like, where's the impaling? Fear not, we're going to get bloody in, in part two. Um, Amy, what are your thoughts on Daddy Vladdy so far before we go into the so notorious still... actions? Yeah, so far he's still bay. Um, I'm waiting he's for you to bae. convince me otherwise. And I feel like the second half is going to do that. It's either going to make me love him even more or, like, you know, really disgust me and, and ruin everything I thought we had. <laughs> Um, but I'm ready either way, you know. Why must you destroy what we had, Vlad? Well, we huh? had such a good thing, me and Vlad, back <laughs> in the 15th century. It was so nice. And now, you know, we just ruined it on this uh. podcast. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very keen to hear about his exploits, whether they turn me on or not. Well, if it if it helps, um, if if you look at him in like today's eyes he would be a war criminal i don't know if that makes you feel any different but if, if the nuremberg trial turned me off and yet was... somehow no um <laughs> <laughs> no obviously that's bad obviously I, I don't want to get involved with a war criminal that's terrible i don't know where to take that to be honest I feel like saying you don't want to get involved with a war criminal isn't something that needs to be said. And yet here I am having to justify it. And yet, so, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're like, I'm going to specify just for people that are curious. <laughs> oh, God. I'm oh, going to have war dear. criminals in my inbox. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Hopefully not. Your, your DMs are bad enough. You don't. You don't need. You don't need those in there as well. I. I do not need another um, <laughs> instrument of impalement in my inbox. Believe me. <laughs> um. So the ongoing uh, Ottoman-Hungarian war and the internal struggle had devastated uh, Wallachia. Um, fields were left fallow. Trade had stopped, and anarchy had taken over the region. Um. With a zero-tolerance attitude for even small infractions, Vlad um, III slash Vlad Dracula um, launched a harsh crackdown on crime at the start of his rule. Um, he personally selected commoners, um, even foreigners, for public office in an attempt to establish bureaucrats who were entirely reliant on him, so solidifying his hold on power. Um, as Voivode, he could appoint, dismiss, and execute his new officials um, at will. Um, Vlad okay. also devised a plan of retaliation for the boyars, uh, who were the powerful individuals who had murdered his father and elder brother. Um, along with their families, he invited 200 of them to a lavish Easter feast in 1459. Um, his men would surround the boyars, women and children included. They would make them work on reconstructed, uh, reconstructing uh, Ponieri Castle until their clothing was essentially rags, and then he would impale them in the courtyard of his newly constructed palace. Um, the lesson we can take from that is don't fuck around <laughs> with Vlad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Um, that was a lot to take in, wasn't it? That, yeah. <laughs> Just all of that. 
all in one yeah. go. Um, what did the women and children... Well, maybe the women, but the children? What did the children do? They're just trying to help you build your castle. You can't impale a child. What size stake yeah. do you use? Is it smaller? I have so many questions. I mean, I'm assuming... You just you just use the standard one, <laughs> and it's just this fucking massive pointless. one. Maybe oh, you could do like two bless. two kids on one standard adult size steak. This isn't where my head should be. Um, I love how I love how this is like. Well, like this kebab skewer of children. How many could he fit? <laughs> I feel like it's a good question, and if anyone would know the answer, Daddy Vlad would know the answer. You know, he, he'd <laughs> get true. it. He he understands efficiency. <laughs> he knows the point that you don't need to blind someone before you kill them. None of these people on stakes were blind. They were just impaled. And that is they why Daddy's Vlad is efficient. <laughs> um, I, I, I love how you're like, that was a lot in one. Um, and to that I say, well, if you love that, then you're going to love what's coming oh, up. Um, because... Yeah, it, he doesn't get any kinder, let's just say. Um, so, uh, while Vlad's domestic policies were not always benevolent, ben, benevolent, ben, benevolent. thank you. you. You're <laughs> thank you. Um, that doesn't mean he wasn't willing to deal out the same brutality to his own people as he did to his enemies. Um, he would either force the Romanese to enlist in the army or eliminate them, for lack of a better word. Um, when the German people refused to pay the high taxes he placed on them, he would stop trading. Um, but the most glaring example of his contempt towards um, others was his method to get rid of homeless people and beggars, whom he viewed as thieves, but also the sick and the vagabonds. Um to do this, he invited a large number of these people to a feast, um, and unfortunately the poor bastards had no idea what would follow, and that would be Vlad locking the doors and burning them all alive. Yikes. <laughs> That's hot. No, it's not. That was a joke. Because <laughs> of fire. That was the joke. Just a joke. <laughs> I'm not turned on by people burning alive. Um, oh, that's bad. That's not impaling yeah, at all. That's brutal. I can't even make no. a sexy joke about that. That's horrible. I, and why? What? Sorry, why did did he just not like them? Well, he he viewed um, homeless people and beggars as thieves. Um, oh well, that's not sure. Wasn't it? Um, I'm not sure if that's a fair categorization. Nice. Um, and I guess he just didn't like sick people or or vagabonds very much. Um, I mean, what what I take from that is the the absolute cheek to be homeless <laughs> when Vlad is yeah. the king. The or absolute sick. cheek. <laughs> like I don't particularly like being around sick people, but I'm not going to go torch a hospital. It's not really my problem. <laughs> They're going to deal with it. Just keep them away from me. It just seems oh, a bit a bit over the top. It's a, a bit dramatic, bit. isn't it? A little bit, just a tad, just a tad. Oh, Vladdy. But if you thought that was that was oh, fun. God. Um, <laughs> that, You've said that so many times lot. now. I'm just like, Christ, what's yeah. coming? <laughs> He's just torched a, a building full of people that didn't deserve it. Now what? Um, 
Well, Amy, uh, in addition, in addition, um, he would have strong uh, puritanical inclination and was notorious for punishing people of any age, gender, or social class for a wide range of offences. Um, That's very inclusive. An example of this, uh, it is, it is inclusive. He is a equal opportunity Daddy. punisher. <laughs> oh god sorry i will stop it's an eventually equal opportunity daddy yeah that's what we like um so uh it, it, as a as a perfect demonstration of this according to one legend which may or may not be true um he would mutilate unfaithful women and display their bodies in public quote until the flesh fell from the body and the bones detached themselves from their sockets as a form of punishment. The feeling's gone. <laughs> the feeling is, yeah, it's, it's, it's gone. The hope is gone. That Daddy Vlad had his chance and, and it's sailed away. Oh, so that just sounds messy. Like, it's not quick, is it? Until the flesh rots from their body. That's going to take ages. No. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, the dog They're, they're going to be up there bored. for a while. <laughs> I can hear him through my headphones as well. He's he's not I happy don't even with know Vlad. Barking. He's not. Maybe Vlad's <laughs> at the door. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um so as we know, empowerment was Vlad's preferred form of punishment. Um that was his, his go to go to move. Um and uh this would I'm Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, finish him. Finish him. Um, so, um, as said, impairment was his preferred form of punishment. Uh, this was usually done through the anus. Um, according to prints of these incidents, it wasn't just the anus. Some of people were impaled through their heart, navel, stomach, or chest. Um, he liked to change it up a little bit. My, my asshole. That feels like a metaphor, you know? Like if if he hated you, he's gonna do it through the anus. But if he loved you, he'd do it through the heart. Maybe. No, wait. How have I Maybe. made that cute? Um, I don't know. All I know is my arsehole clenched when I read through the anus. That didn't feel good. Yeah, so did mine. But in a fun way. <laughs> mine was. I just said that. Yeah, don't do um, that in a in a non fun way. Yeah. Um. Um, so I didn't know there was more than yeah. one way to empower someone, though. To be honest, like this might be indicative of who I am as a person, but I thought it was always through the anus. So now I've learned something. I suppose. I I suppose. You know, a lot of places. If if you if you're really dedicated to impaling someone, you could probably do it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like when you think of impalement, you the first method you would go to is probably through the anus first exactly as soon so, as i think impairment my brain goes straight to anus. Like, i mean yeah. anus um that's <laughs> all i think about and i i don't think i'm the only one i don't think that's just me so but no, yeah through the heart I sounds so. i don't know if it sounds worse to be honest i feel like you would die faster if you did it through the heart yeah you probably would i can imagine being impaled through the anus is a very slow very painful way to to go 
as I said, uh, empowerment was what Vlad would become known for. But variety was important to Vlad. It is the spice of life after all. Um, so he would branch out into other methods of punishment. These would include, but not be limited to, <clears throat> decapitation, cutting off noses, ears, sexual organs and limbs, blinding, strangling, hanging, burning, boiling, skinning, roasting, hacking, nailing, burying alive and stabbing, as well as exposure, being left with wild animals and dropping people through conveniently built trap doors onto stakes below. So he had many, many ways. It wasn't just impound. Sounds like my Friday night, am I right? Um, <laughs> a little bit of burning and boiling. Yeah, being dropped onto stakes. <laughs> being Left dropped out onto for the stakes. Animals. You know, <laughs> it's ticking all my boxes. Um, no, that's that's a lot. <laughs> I know. I, I know. It's, it's... I'm not, I don't think I'm shocked by any of them. But you do just kind of assume that if you're going to be Vlad the Impaler, then you impale. And that's what you do. You know? Like, commit to something. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I just, I love that, like, part one. Part one was just pretty calm. They're just doing, and now it is, it is just, part, part two is just dialed up to, like, it's just gone out of nowhere. It's just like, whoop. <laughs> this is like any good horror movie. Like the first yeah. half, you're just being. Yeah. If you've seen the the first Paranormal Activity, the only one that's really worth watching, to be honest, um, then it's all calm, it's all quiet, and then in the last half an hour, you just suddenly get all of this paranormal shit that is terrifying. That's basically <laughs> what this episode is. <laughs> everyone's calm, everyone's chill, and then all of a sudden, bam, you're decapitated. Yeah. Yes, I am. Decapitated. You're decapitated. Your kappa is detained. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, ne I'm never going to say de decapitated again. Every time I say it's always going to be your kappa has been <laughs> I can't take credit for that. That one's fully from the US office, but oh, yeah. dear. That's, I've um, never heard that before in my life. That's hilarious. Boom. His kappa was detained. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah we have definitely ramped it up in the second half but I like yeah. it I do like yeah. it and it yeah. is that's a lot of variety it's nice to have variety you know especially when it comes to killing people not that I would know you know he he probably was like you know what impaling's cool and all but I can't do this every time and it's a bit it's getting a bit annoying so you know what I'm going to throw in some roasting and some some fucking nailing yeah. and some hacking, uh, you know, just to to liven it up a little bit. Yeah. Do you reckon <laughs> he had like a council like of people and he just called into a meeting and was like, look, I know that I'm Vlad the Impaler. Everyone knows <laughs> I'm Vlad the Impaler. That's what I'm here for. You know, I'm doing great, but, but I want to branch out. What do you guys think? Come on, talk to me. Give me some other forms of death that you find entertaining that I can encourage and they're all like oh you have to impale you're Vlad the Impaler you must impale and he's like yeah well I'm gonna decapitate and I'm gonna do some nailing and we're gonna see how it goes okay we're just gonna see what happens and then they were just trial like, period I mean I don't want to get <laughs> impaled so I guess we're gonna have to just let you 
do you think like they had like pie charts and flipboards and PowerPoint presentations and all of this stuff, like proper like yeah. going into Venn the diagrams. intricacies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Made, <laughs> made speeches and everything. <laughs> there's Vlad the Impaler and then the middle bit is just Vlad the Impaler. And it's really important that we focus on that middle section. Um... <laughs> so um, there is also a Russian tale uh, recounting an incident in which one of Vlad's mistresses pretended to be pregnant. Um, as this is Vlad, he took this uh, surprisingly well by having her cut open from womb to breasts, remarking, quote, let all the world see where I have been. Uh, Vlad's oh, a bit no. of a sick fuck. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Wait, what? So was That's... she pregnant or no? No, she pretended. She just pretended. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that he's justified in what he's doing, but don't pretend you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, don't don't pretend you're pregnant. It's like, that's such a shitty thing to do. But at the same time, it probably doesn't warrant being cut open from your womb to your tits. Um, no. That's a bit of a, that's no, that's a reaction. That's a way. 100%. Also, yeah. what, <laughs> yeah. what's the best case scenario there? He cuts her open and there is a baby? Then what? Yeah. Who knows with Vlad? Who knows? He probably just did oh, it for yeah. shits and giggles. That's um, a risk I'm willing it's... to take. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in the ensuing years, Vlad would impale thousands more people and destroyed entire Saxon villages. Um, in 1459, when the Transylvanian Saxon city of Kronstadt, um, which is uh, today Brasov, uh, supported arrival of Vlad the Thirds. Uh, the ruler's response, as one would come to expect, was just a little bit savage. Um, he first imposed trade restrictions on Saxon goods into Wallachia. He would then go on to impale 30,000 people, reportedly eating dinner among them so he could see firsthand the agony that they endured. Um, and just to... to to top it all off, you know, just in case impaling 30,000 people wasn't enough of a message, he would then order the complete destruction of Kronstadt just to, you know, just to, to top it off and say, don't mess with me, I guess. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 How many people does the average stadium hold? Wembley's like Capacity. eighty something, I think. Eighty thousand. Oh, it's ninety. Okay, that's a third of Wembley 90. Stadium that he's just impaled. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not just. I don't know what the population. Hundreds of years ago, but <laughs> Christ, that's. <laughs> yeah. That seems dramatic. Also, how big are it's just a bit in this un... day and age? Like, if he's if he's impaled thirty thousand people, is there much left to destroy? Surely not. Probably not. Maybe. He impaled the entire population and then just thought, uh, uh, just burn the town down as well. I mean, burn they don't down. need it anymore, so. <laughs> it just That's seems. A lot of stakes. Like, entirely just, just logistically, this is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Where is he getting these stakes from? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Is he He's got single handedly responsible for like... deforestation. <laughs> Just stop impaling. You're destroying the planet. Yeah. 
Yeah. See, Vlad's the Vlad is is the cause of climate change. It's just not been ha- it's just not happened until now. Like Vlad is the root cause of climate change. So yeah, and that and that was because they supported a rival of his, and it was just like fine, impale, impale everyone, burn down the town, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's a bit extreme, isn't it? That's like the equivalent yeah, nowadays bit. of someone being like in a relationship on Facebook, and then they like another girl's picture, so that girl's just like burn down their town. Actually, to be fair, that does sound like me. <laughs> don't mess with amy she is you will not like her when she's a woman scorned <clears throat> but even i can't get hold of that yeah. many steaks so don't worry too much <laughs> she'll I like probably get like a, a a good handful of you but probably not thirty thousand. um i just get bored easy <laughs> like, i can't um, even power one person it's like uh, move on it's true. And it's probably a lot of effort to do one person. I can't imagine 30,000. Yeah, I wonder how many people it took to impale 30,000 people. And also, if you've done like maybe a thousand and the rest of the people are like, oh shit, that's a, that's a lot of people that he's impaling, run away. Like they can't <laughs> get all of you. Just leave. Why are they making Zigzag more steaks? I think I'll fine. stick around to find out. No, get the fuck out. Don't wait for your turn. And this is one of those situations where it's like they've joined a queue, but no one's really sure what they're queuing for. <laughs> one person. Oh, what is this queue queuing, for? I don't know. Let's like, just wait. You know what? That looks like fun. What are you queuing for? I don't know. Okay, we'll 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 join in and we'll have a we'll have a little convoy having that. Do you and reckon then you get like... to the front and they've got those little rope barriers so you can't even get out? So you're just like, fuck, I'm gonna have to get empowered now. Brilliant. <laughs> They're like, there's too many switchbacks. I I can't get out of this queue. We're 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 fucked. Sorry, lads. <laughs> I just don't I don't understand. Do you reckon? Yeah, it's the logistics that upset me. Yeah. Do you reckon like there were people like one day being like there's like 10 less trees in the forest than there was yesterday (laughs) should we should we like should we go (laughs) no it's fine (laughs) should we leave there's so many stakes around and i'm not really sure why (laughs) let's calculate the number of stakes the number of people in the town and work out (laughs) if we're going to be impaled oh the answer is yes time to go yeah, I do, yeah. I, yeah, it's very confusing. I'm not sure how many, how he got that many people impaled is, you know, is quite okay. confusing. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and they don't call him Vlad the Impaler. That's his exactly. Thing. That is his thing. Um, so <laughs> his whole bit. Um, <laughs> although Vlad continued to identify himself with the prestigious Order of the Dragon, um, these incidents would contribute to him gaining the moniker. We all know and love today um, the Impaler, hence Vlad the Impaler. The, the more you know. Born. The legend was born. <laughs> um, however, it wasn't just the Saxon community that he took quite a liking in tormenting. 
With the assistance of many of his people who felt discriminated against as Orthodox Christians in Transylvania by Hungarians and Saxon Catholics, uh, Vlad would launch multiple deadly campaigns on Catholic villages. Um, prior to their surrender in 1460, several cities would be targeted, including Cebu, um, Tara Basse, Almas, Amlas, sorry, and Figuera. I think I've probably butchered most of those. Maybe I got one of those right. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not Romanian. Sorry. Um, no. Pope Pius II learned of these retaliations and in 1462 published a report in which he claimed that Vlad had slaughtered some 40,000 people. Um, hence why he would probably be classed as a war criminal today. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's not as many as Hitler. It's not. I don't know why I made that statement, to be honest. I I don't know what I'm trying to prove. Vlad's Vlad's bad, but remember, he's not as bad as Hitler. (laughs) Also like Mussolini and, and, you know, yeah. um, Uh, I don't know why I'm defending him. Um, He's a bad guy, but in terms of war criminals the worst they they're saying that i'm assuming that forty thousand people was just in those villages that's probably not a in total so far that was probably just in those five places yeah i wonder if we (laughs) do we have a full death count for vlad the impaler or no um probably probably difficult i think sixty thousand people um is a figure that gets thrown about as a as a sort of total death count i mean this is before social media which shouldn't be relevant but somehow feels relevant um (laughs) that's a lot of people to kill it is a lot although hitler did more without social media i don't know the point that i'm trying to make we should move on i don't know either (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting confused with more um, criminals and death. Yeah. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, at least Hitler would be happy that you got a name drop in Horror House. Um, Vlad Third employed <laughs> extremely ruthless measures against the Turks, um, who obviously he didn't particularly like um, both on and off the battlefield. Um, Mehmed II uh, sent an embassy to Vlad in 1459. Uh, seeking 300 young boys and 10,000 ducats. Uh, ducats are gold coins. I'm assuming that's the currency um, as tribute. So the 10,000 ducats as tribute. Um, You've just made... What was his name? Who sent for those? Mehmed II. Mehmed II. was a bit Jimmy Savile with all the young boys and gold, but sure. Yes. Um, the gold I can get, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm quite concerned that he's seeking. Yeah, so I'm quite concerned that he's seeking 300 young boys. Um, I mean, realistically, mm. it's to train them for battle so that when they become men, they're soldiers. Yeah, yeah. But yeah it is. I don't know. It it just sounds. That's best case scenario. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> it sounds horrendous, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So. Uh, so when the diplomats would refuse to remove their turbans, uh, citing religious custom, uh, Vlad would take their devotion in good stride by nailing their hats to their heads. 
That's not funny. Why am I laughing? That is not, not funny. That's bad. It's not. Also, wasn't the pic- but... I'm sure the picture that you used for Teaser Tuesday, it was him in a turban. So what's his fucking issue? Uh, I, I don't off, know. Um, what, they look better in a turban than you? I just... Piss off. I just, I just yeah. Um, and I, I don't know why I chuckled. I think I just giggled because I was just picturing being like, Vlad being like, okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. No, no problem. No worries. And then he's just gets a fucking hammer and he's just like, but okay, what, what cool. Difference don't worry about make? taking off your turban. Like, why are you so offended <laughs> by know. someone wearing a turban that you're uh, going to the extent that you're going to hammer it to their head? That's just weird. What a weird thing it to is, take such it? an extreme stance on. <laughs> um, so uh, Mehmed the second um, or Mehmed the second um he wasn't exactly over the moon uh, with this development. Um, so yeah. with an army of 90,000 men, um, he would proceed to Wallachia in the spring of 1462. Following guerrilla warfare and a string of attacks in the night, Vlad would turn to his signature strategy, um, which obviously... Uh, would result in the empowerment of over 23,000 prisoners along with their families and then being displayed outside the city of uh, Targovist, which sat along the enemy's route. Um, which is... Uh, it's, it's awful because he impelled 23,000 people. But at the same time, I'm like, that's kind of badass that you've presented them along the route that they're going to be marching on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just a bit sick from me, but it just seems it is a bit Game I of mean, Thronesy. <laughs> I don't know if cool is the word. I don't know if that's the word I would have picked. It sort of feels similar to when you're driving along like the M4 and you see a really good services. Yeah. In this case, yeah. you're marching <laughs> along your chosen route and you see a really good impaling. That's fun, isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah. You're not going to be able to pick up a great Remember, state bait, but, you know, it's no. still nice. <laughs> Remember, guys, just, just going along a route and seeing people impaled is the same as going on along a motorway and seeing Clackett Lane services come up. <laughs> the same feeling. Well, now that you've said it out loud, you make me feel a bit weird, but <laughs> I'd be excited either way. I'm only messing. I'm excited. I'm. I am excited to see a service station. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm Everyone like, damn. Services. Mackies. You get good services. Happy you're basically days. there. Yeah. Great. Exactly. Especially if it's exactly. got a Greg's, an M and S, and some sort of like. Yes. Um. I. I'm gonna go with either a McDonald's or a KFC. Like that's the the holy yeah. trinity of services. Yeah. And then clean toilets, obviously. How? Yeah. I'm not sure how. Or. If. <laughs> If you come to a really good one, it's got a Burger King as well. Yes. Or it's got all three. That's it's got McDonald's, point. KFC and Burger King. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, well, apparently there is like a services in the UK that includes like a Nando's and a Weatherspoon. What? <laughs> I know. That's I insane. read about it because obviously service and research and services is something I do a lot. Um, but I read about <laughs> it and I was like, wait, who's stopping at a services for long enough to have a Nando's? And you can't get pissed 
Like the whole point of going to Witherspoons is cheap drinks, right? Like you get a two pound pint. Yeah. Well, you used to. Yeah. I'm not showing my age a bit there, but you used to get a two pound pint. You can't do that if you're then going to carry on driving. So what's the point of a fucking Witherspoons? No, that is true. That is very true. Um, also, listeners, if you're if you're wondering what Amy does in her spare time, it is researching motorway service stations. I just really like services. It's... <laughs> That's not a crime, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. <laughs> it's um, not. It is not. But yeah. It I, is not. I'm not sure how I'd feel seeing empowered people along my service route. I mean, in this day and age, not great, obviously. It's a lot of paperwork to fill out with the police. Yeah. But yeah. back then, I feel like people would be more used to it. Like, in my head, I'm thinking, hang on. So is, does this, like, become a tourist attraction? Do people just go and visit? The, the impaled people after that because they're there for a while so do you just pop along you know take the kids maybe a picnic or or is it just you know take it's a one and done kind of thing take a selfie you just take them down <laughs> oh that'd be a great selfie take a selfie caption just hanging out i often think that about why am i saying this <laughs> i'm gonna go with it um i often think about whether if the crucifixion happened in this day and age, would people take selfies with Jesus? And the answer is yes, I, I definitely so. would. Absolutely. You know I would. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. The, JC, the hits that you pizza. would get on Instagram, like, holy oh God, crap. Yeah, imagine. yeah. <laughs> go viral overnight. Damn, that would pop off. Yeah, Either yeah, that exactly. or it would become like, um, you know, when people take pictures at the Leaning Tower of Pisa where they're holding it, they're doing this thing. It would yeah, just get yeah. boring. So, like, yeah, yeah. Right, you were at the crucifixion. Yeah, big fucking true. work. No one cares. It true. would be like the equivalent <laughs> of going to see Taylor Swift. It's just not. <laughs> it's not that interesting, really. You were. You were there last week, Dave. No one gives yeah. a shit. I mean, it's Go cool somewhere. that you were there, but we don't need to keep hearing about it. Like, it's over. <laughs> he came back three days later anyway. Oh, Fuck it. Dear. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, I've really strayed from the path so, of Vlad here. I apologize. Oh no, no, it's all good. Um <laughs> But but yeah, uh Vlad decided to I mean, uh, to be I kind of get what he was doing. I suppose it's a good intimidation tactic um yeah. to, to use, I guess. Um Yeah, I mean if that's where you're so, heading and there's gradually becoming more and more impelled people as you get closer, you're gonna wanna think about it. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Maybe. Um, so, uh, so Mehmed, um, partly deciding that anyone willing to go to such lengths to save his kingdom probably deserved to keep it. Um, and as we said, he was probably pretty horrified by the forest of the dead that he would be um, faced with. Uh, would decide, you know what? I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go right back to Constantinople, and to be fair, I probably would too, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, think yeah. seeing that, you uh, okay. potentially forget why you were going in the first place, and you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm pretty sure this isn't worth it. Let's just let's just go <laughs> home. Yeah, I'd be like, you know what, Vlad's message received. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going back. <laughs> just surrounded by all these empowered people, and you're like, yeah, well played. Well played. I'm going to go home. Yeah. See you later, dude. <laughs> you enjoy whatever this is. 
Oh dear. Um, so all all good things must come to an end. Um, and Vlad the Impaler would not hold on to power forever. Um, and his brutal reign would end in 1462 when Hungarian forces would take him prisoner. Um, Vlad spent 12 years in prison in Hungary while Wallachia saw multiple transfers of power. Um, in 1475, Vlad was dispatched uh, by Mateus I um, to retake Wallachia for Hungary. Um, he won his first battle in November 1476. However, he was pretty brutally defeated a month later. Um, legend has it that he shared the same fate as his former enemy, Vladislav II. Um, according to the legend, Vlad the Impaler was beheaded in combat and after his head was marched back to Constantinople, it would be placed in the hands of his enemy, Sultan Mehmed II, um, and it would be displayed over the city's gates. Mm. As a bit of a final fuck you, I suppose, to, to Vlad on that one. Yeah. My my brain really doesn't work in a normal way because my immediately my first thought as soon as you said that was so he's handed him this head that has been yeah. severed from its body <clears throat> for at least a week, maybe more, and has not been presumably kept refrigerated and or on ice no. or preserved <laughs> in any way. So he's just given this bloke like this gammy head. I mean, ugh, gross. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Like, just stick it in the wheelie bin and pop it out on Thursday, you know? No. Yeah. Um, but actually, yeah, that sends quite a message if you're, you know, pinning above the city. That's not ideal. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it is a good question. Like, what was the state of the head when it got to Sultan uh, Mehmed? Like, I'm, I'm exactly. Curious. Even if you recognise it as a head and you're not completely disgusted, you're looking at it like, who the fuck is this? And yeah. <laughs> Mehmed was like, did you not put it in rice? And that's like, no. And he's like, well, I told <laughs> you to put it in rice. <laughs> Everyone knows that if you put it in rice, then the charger will work. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so for someone as brutal as Vlad the Impaler, um, this was quite a morbidly fitting end to his life and to his rule um but that's not the end of our tale because as we mentioned vlad the impaler was at least in part an inspiration for uh, a certain villain in a certain novel um so how much did the real vlad dracula inspire bam stoke bram stoker's villain um well, the answer might lie within the gory tales of the bloodthirsty ruler's exploits. Um, as stated earlier, um, according to one legend, Vlad uh, the Impaler enjoyed dipping his bread in the blood of his victims. Um, but the authenticity of that account has never been verified. Um, there is a story of him conducting a winter raid in which he set fire to an entire Transylvanian suburb impaled captives and then watched as his troops severed the victim's limbs, limbs as he sat and dined. Um, here, we are told that he, quote, dipped his bread in the blood of his victims. Um, following his death, best-selling booklets, booklets propagating his reputation would include this supposed factual uh, account of blood drinking. 
Um, Vlad's inventive and almost artistic access, uh, excesses of cruelty were so extreme that soon drinking blood had become part of the popular myth and legend surrounding Vlad. Um, so it, it's never been verified that he drank blood. It's probably a safe bet to say that that was something that was added um, to his legend over time. I might, I might be wrong. He might, he might, he might have dipped bread in blood, but it's never been confirmed that is that is true. Yeah, just like it will never be confirmed that I do. Exactly, exactly. Um, Vlad's inventive. Uh, oh no, I've already already done that bullet point. Um, so although count, there, you're fine. I know, right? Yeah, it got me all out of sorts. Um, <laughs> uh, although Count Dracula and Vlad the Impaler do share some similarities, um, they share a name, for example, and both lived in towering castles in Eastern Europe. There are also notable distinctions between the two. Uh, Transylvania is home to Stoker's Dracula, but Vlad the Impaler would never reside in Transylvania. Um, Quote, Dracula is linked to Transylvania, but the real historic Dracula, Vlad III, never owned anything in Transylvania, um, states Florin Kurta, a professor of medieval history and archaeology at the University of Florida. Um, places associated with the Dracula legend are popular destinations. Um, some are connected to Vlad III, such as Poneri Castle in Romania, which served as a significant fortress for the ruler. Um, other places, such as Romania's Bran Castle, um, sometimes referred to as Castle Dracula, have no connection to the brutal ruler. Um, as stated earlier, as downright terrifying as Vlad the Impaler was, there is also no concrete proof that he did um, partake in the drinking of blood. Um, so, while aspects of the life of Vlad the Impaler or Vlad Dracula might likely have been embellished um, over the centuries, and there are notable distinctions between Vlad and Stoker's Count Dracula, the true history of the brutal ruler may just be more horrifying than a work of fiction could ever be. And that is our episode on Vlad the Impaler. Um, so, is he still Daddy Vlad, Amy? Is he not Daddy Vlad anymore? <laughs> I'm conflicted. <laughs> okay. No, obviously. Why are you conflicted? Obviously, it's terrible. <laughs> everything that he did. Um, I, I, it's definitely a lot more than I thought as well. Like I didn't realize it was as many as you know, forty to sixty thousand. That's insane. Um, but also the other stuff. Yeah. Like the the burning yeah. of the, uh, you know the what I don't know if it was a church or whatever, but with all those people, the homeless like, people fucking, and the poor people and yeah, that's horrific. That's really bad. Yeah. And then just all of the other stuff that he did. I just don't know if I can commit to someone that would do those sorts of things. You know, plus the fact <laughs> that he's been dead for like six hundred years also doesn't help. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe not. Yeah, he'll always be Daddy Vlad. Yeah, but just not in the way that I'd hope. 
you're not going to be like you're not going to be like one of those people that that's like he's a bad boy but i could change him i could I change, change him. him i can mold can. him to a vision <laughs> no i've fallen into that trap before and it don't fucking work ladies so leave it be um no <laughs> it's it's not gonna be one of those situations um again been dead for 600 years so really difficult to change him at this point um yeah also i think the just the addiction to him impaling people is just a bit bigger than me and and what i can yeah. do um so no. yeah but yeah i there was a lot there that i didn't know i thought i knew quite a bit and then all of a sudden there's just all this extra stuff that i'm like oh, okay that's that's interesting yeah. to tell you the truth i never know that never know i never knew that there was even a rumor that he drank blood i knew that he was potentially some of the inspiration for dracula but not because of that yeah. i just thought it was because of his sort of title in romania and just like the person that he was yeah. i didn't realize it was because there was a rumor that he drank blood um but there's a lot of those like i think a lot of um i want to say the most violent rulers there's rumors that they do stuff like like of cannibalism and of yeah. of drinking blood in a lot of cases because it, it helps them absorb the power of their enemies. So it doesn't surprise me that those rumors exist. Whether or not they're true is you know, part of me thinks there's maybe a no smoke without fire type thing to it. Yeah. In that maybe he did do something yeah. but it was extreme. Um but then he's a pretty extreme guy. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But no, safe to say yeah. he's yeah, exactly. He's, he'll always be Daddy Vlad, but he'll never be just Daddy. <laughs> that is true, and like you said, um, you would always be number two to impaling. Impaling would always be number one. That, that's be not the two. life I'm about. You know, I need to be number one no. in people's <laughs> lives. So I can't be number two to anything. Um, but but yeah. Um, I also wasn't aware of the extent of of this guy's just absolute depravity. Um, yeah, I, I I knew that obviously he impaled people. I think everyone knows that. Um, but who's in the name? I I had no idea about any of this other stuff. You know, setting people on like burning people alive. You know, if the Russian tale is true, you know that is yeah. Oof. Um, yeah, Yikes. so he he's an interesting person, no doubt, but I I definitely wouldn't have wanted to be alive when he was ruling because that that would have been a not a good time. <laughs> no, not no, a good time, especially no. Knowing what he did to all of those naughty ladies, that's not about that life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. he would have fucking hated me. Um, so no. <laughs> um cool so um all that's left to do is see us out amy would you like to see us out this week i absolutely love to as always um thank you for listening to that episode and dom thank you for telling us all about daddy vlad and his exploits which are in no way as sexy as i thought they previously were um <laughs> if you like what we do here and want to support us, then you can do so in many, many ways. But one of the ways is to buy some merch. 
Dom is currently modelling it. Dom, model it. Quick, for the YouTubers. That was... Okay. Dom's not a model, but... <laughs> I'm not. No. <laughs> they are very nice. It's very good merch. It's very good stuff. Um, I believe still 50% off and still free shipping until the new year. So get over there. Get yourself a treat. Um, you could also use our buy me a coffee link, which I am not going to explain because we've done it to death. But if you do want to send us a little bit of a treat, then feel free to use it. Um, you can also like us on socials, follow us on socials, message us, leave a review, ask us something in the Q&A on Spotify. All of the things that we say at the end of every episode, you can still do all of those, shockingly enough. They're all still there and available. And they all support us. Yes. And we always appreciate it. So please feel free to use them. Um, next week, we are going to be doing a little episode that I've quite been looking forward to isn't a million miles away from what we've covered today Ooh. only in topic not in in timeline but i guess you'll have to wait to find out until then um but until that next episode thank you for joining us and as always stay spooky stay spooky people and don't impale people don't be like vlad just stay spooky <laughs> I mean, you can impale people. Just make it fun. Not just make pointy. it fun. A fun I think impalement. The, pointy, the pointiness <laughs> of the stick is really key here. Um, yes. And not through the yes. heart as well. Hundred percent. Like that was a thing. No. Try and use maybe a maybe not the sharpest stick in the world, especially if you're going through the anus. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. 